Hello and welcome back to Kids Talk Footy. We've got another episode for you guys this week. Uh, so let's get into it. Yep, so finally, uh, we waited over 80 days and the football finally returned to watch an absolute thriller yes. on Thursday night between the Pies and the Tigers, two of the Premiership favourites. Things first, it wasn't Mark. <laughs> Get off my chest. Oh, well, umpire, umpire thought differently. Yeah. Umpire thought differently, and that was, yeah, resulted in a goal in Richmond, resulted in a draw. So, yeah. what'd you make of it, both of you? Before, before we start, I'd like to say that, um, the, the guys, the audio might not be as good today because Bassie is a little bit sick and we're recording for, on Zoom. So the audio might be a little bit, you know, not as good as it usually is. But, yeah, we'll just, all right. We'll just see how it goes, hopefully. All right. So, all right, I'll talk about the Pies game. Well, um, first things for I just is it was really, I think a lot of the players were just rusty, you know, versing is playing, they've been training against each other, but playing against an opposition. Um, You know, very low scoring, obviously. I just, um, it was really tight. It's a really tight contest in the middle. Like, you know, everyone marking contests, the disposals were tight. It was really even contest. I reckon reckon if they were full-length scores, I reckon Richmond would have had us. They were were on to us at the end. But I guess for all... Pies and some Tigers fans. I, are I, feel like was, I feel like if there was a few, a bit more time, yeah, yeah, Tigers would have won it because they they just came out the blocks after half time. Thing is, I know I know it was a low scoring game, but it was actually very interesting to watch because it was just so it was such a tight contest. You didn't like one time in Richmond South and comes back to Collingwood, it's just back and forth, back and forth. It's just really yeah, it was tight. Right, then the game on Friday night, was it? Yep. Yep. Friday night between the Cats and Hawthorne. They have not played at GMHBA, these two teams, for I think 14 years it was. Yep. So Hawthorne, I mean, Geelong ended up winning by how much? It was about 60 points, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was really, one thing, I think Hawthorne, I reckon. You know, it's a bit of a disadvantage for the teams that don't play at GMHBA. But I think that's one reason why that when Geelong make the finals, they buckle because they're so used to playing on that ground. And then it comes to the G, they just, you know, they don't play the normal brand of footy. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it was hard for Hawthorne, but Geelong just Geelong looked really sharp. You know, their handballs, hitting most of their targets. They got, they were pretty accurate on goal. Yeah. Yeah. Fords did, like, did a really good job as well. They were leading very well, yeah. pushing off their points. Yeah. Expect. At the start, I thought it was going to be a good game, but then, yeah, Geelong just went away. Yeah, took it away I from them. Like, I feel like they had. They also had some very good youngsters playing. Grind Myers played really well. Um, they didn't have really. They didn't have as much experience as the previous few years. You know, when they had Premiership players, yeah. every position on the pitch. So for them to still run out by that much, you know. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing before we move on: Do you think Burgoyne should have been suspended? 
Yeah, what probably. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think it was a little bit too, yeah. I mean, right. we, I get that he didn't mean to do it, yeah. but still, it's... Yeah, yeah. Overall, it, was a, it wasn't a very interesting game of footy, but like from what I saw, Geelong just looked way better. Yeah. Yeah. Just dominated. Right, next game. Saturdays, um, Brisbane versus Frio. Brisbane won by 12 points after a late Frio comeback. Yes. Charlie Cameron, big game change, game changer. It was for him, so he played really well after a quiet game in against Hawthorne in round one. Now you know who started quiet, Nat Fife. I think he had two possession, uh, two disposals in the first quarter, so did not start well. Frio had a very late, very Frio had a late comeback. There looked Justin Longmuir has given Fremantle belief in a, for the first time in a while. Yeah. Because before, when Freo were making finals, making a grand final, they were playing extremely well. They had good players. But they just slipped. They fell off. Yeah. But I feel like now, this is like, this is their future. They have some very good young players. I think they're going to do very, very well. Yeah. Alright, the next game. Carlton, Melbourne. My heart. Carlton, Melbourne. Melbourne winning by one point after being 42 points in the last quarter. Yep. Clearances were only. Melbourne won the clearances 30 to 29. So after being. And the hit outside won 26 to 34. So Melbourne smashed Carlton in the first quarter. Keeping yeah. up scores. And for Carlton to, you know, make a fight back like that, like... Oh, that was such a great comeback, yeah. They were down by, I think, four or five goals and they just... Yeah. Mm. At one point, like, the highest margin was 42 points. And they after half-time, Melbourne scored eight points for the rest of the game. Yeah. So... I, and I, thought, they, I thought they would have um, taken over Melbourne. I just... I don't... I, I have a lot of hope in Carlton this year. Yeah, well, I think the first two games that they've shown, like they put up a fight. They didn't get, they didn't get destroyed against Richmond. They only lost by a few goals. Come yeah. to the point, they they're looking sharp. Like, I reckon next couple of years, they it's they, just they finals. The problem is, it's really just Carlton don't, it's just Carlton don't start well in the first quarter. If we start well in the first quarter, we just and we just carry it out in four quarters, then we start to win. we start well, and then something all the time we choke, and then we. Yeah, it's always start where we go out. You know, it's Richmond, twenty-five to one in the first quarter. Like you know, yeah. Having it gives a really when you start well, it gives a really good advantage on the rest of the game. Even if you don't, even if the other teams coming back, it gives you a little bit of a release, a relief of pressure because you know you built that lead at the start. And you can hold on to it, try hold on to it. So yeah. you have to build stuff from out of nowhere halfway through the game. Yeah, and that's what I reckon. If they were full quarters, Carlton would have won by far, definitely. 
Yeah. Gaunt played well, 34 hit-outs, 21 touches. Yeah. Yeah. Petrarca, 24 touches, Oliver, 28. Carlton had Cripps missed a few late chances, but he had six clearances and 22 touches, so not too bad. Pittnett, inexperienced Ruckman against probably one of the best Ruckman in the league. 14 yeah. touches, five clearances, and 23 hit-outs. So, not bad for him. Not bad at all. Yep. Yeah. And uh, one thing is, who, I just want to get it out there. Who's who's a better Rockman, Rock, Rock, Grundy or Gorn? I think Grundy. I'd Grundy. say Grundy. I'm not being biased. I'm just saying Gorn's a great player. Yeah, Grundy. he's, he's like, good. He's very good. I feel like Gorn is hyped up. I feel like Gorn is hyped up by the media because they say, "Oh, Gorn absolutely smashed Pittenet." He only ha- he after the first quarter, Pittenet was all over him. That's what I feel like. But yeah, he had a good start, but then yeah, when Carlton yeah. started getting that comeback, I reckon Pittenet was a good part of it. You know, he really he took yeah. care of Gorn well because we know yeah. because Pittenet's so inexperienced, Gorn can easily overtake him and give yeah. Melbourne the upper hand. But he really fought well. And Grundy was on painkillers against Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. But a little he had an injury. He had a back injury. No, not injury. Like, you know, he had a lot of soreness in his yeah. back. Right. Yeah. Now. Upset the around. Game I was so excited for. And then it turned out to be such a disappointment that the showdown. <laughs> or Adelaide winning by 75 points over rivals Adelaide. They were just. Oh, I have an interesting stat here. Paul. Yeah. Took a hundred and five marks for the game. Adelaide yep. took thirty nine. Oh. And Adelaide had more clearances. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, that's just so, Bassi. What did you What do you think? So we asked you before. What did you think about the um other, the Carlton Melbourne game? What's your thoughts? Uh, I didn't watch it, but um. Certainly from a fantasy team perspective, uh, I liked it. Uh, Christian Pachaka had him in my team. Uh, came out with the 126 Supercoach points. Obviously, Supercoach and AFL Fantasy have got different points. So, but um, Harley Benal made his yep. debut too. Yep. Uh, Went okay. Yep. Yeah, pretty well. Anyway. Anyway, yep. back to the showdown. Back to the showdown. Yeah. Um, I feel like very. there were a lot of... The whole team of Adelaide pretty much did well. There was like Ebert, Ma, Marshall? No, Dersma, yeah. Marshall, yeah. Butters, Rockcliffe, Rosie. Like, yes, Rosie, definitely. Rosie, one of my favourite players in the comp. He's just such a good player. Mm. Adelaide had a Brian who played well, but besides that, they didn't... Re- and Brad Crouch. Besides that, they didn't really have any huge names to... Um, you know, yeah, yeah. They didn't have any huge, huge names, huge games from anyone to get them over the line. And hopefully next year, because this is the only showdown this year. Hopefully next year we're going to have a better showdown. Yeah, yeah that, that Adelaide just it just proved the lit, all the amount of playing, all the good players they lost, all that talent. We know they've still got Tex, they've got Roy Slow, and they've got. Lynch, but they had so much other talent. They had such a good forward line, but everything's changed in their midfield. They've lost a lot of good players, and that just showed on the night, I guess. Yeah. Now, there's also and been some uh, legal news with Port Adelaide. 
uh, with David Kosh and Eddie Maguire over the um, the the prison bars as they call them in Port Adelaide. Because oh. yep. of they're um almost because yep. they're so similar to Collingwood's uh, it, jerseys. Uh, Eddie Maguire's threatened to take legal action on it. <laughs> but I just don't think because I, I yeah, it's so similar to Collingwood. I reckon. I don't think they should wear it. Well, I reckon they should do because I, I like the I like the jersey. I like the idea and how they that's how they started off in the SA NFL. But I reckon one, one thing they could do maybe change the stripes to black then green and black then green or something yeah. like that. Change it up. It can't just be black white like that. You can't have two teams in the comp with the exact same colours and in sim, in a similar pattern as well. Even yeah. if they don't, if they don't a different jersey, like when they play the Pies, it's still you know it's just yeah. I don't think it's right. But I do like the idea of how like it was retro and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. The other game on Saturday night, the biggest shock of the round, even though there was quite a few shocks. The biggest shock, the Gold Coast Suns, who had a nineteen-game losing streak, yeah, beat the Premiership favourites in West Coast by ne- by nearly double their score. I know that was very it was one of the biggest upsets of the entire year. Matt Wow, Matt Rowell, Noah Anderson kicking their first uh, goals as AFL players too. They would have been um, would have been very happy with that game, especially Matt Rowell. Uh, he he oh, led the team that whole yeah, game. Jeremy McGovern, yep. with a little punch. Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe he's suspended. Um, I don't. Not a hundred percent sure on that, but yeah. yeah. I just couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that scoreboard. I didn't watch the game because I was watching. Oh. The, I was watching a bit of the showdown. I was just—I yeah. could not believe my eyes. It was absolutely amazing. Well done to the Suns, though. You know, yeah, great. I'm glad. It's really good to see him create an upset like that. It's really great, and obviously, and I can't see West Coast, so it's even better. And it just shows that Gold Coast are the better coast team. Um, yes. Right. Sunday. What happened on Sunday, Sebastian? Uh, North Melbourne beat all not more premiership favourites in the uh, GWS, the uh, runners up last year. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I watched most of the game. Uh, yeah. but I didn't watch heaps of it. But um, I saw, I saw parts of it. Yeah, it Jeremy like... Jeremy Cameron came out. He's got a mo now. If anyone saw that, I think he yeah, got no. got called Freddie Mercury a few times in the commentary by the commentary team doing that game. So, but yeah, oh, Jeremy Cameron is probably one of my. I'm not saying I like. I know he's probably alright person. I'm saying I probably don't like him. He's such a I don't know, but he's yeah. You know, as a player, I respect him so much. He's such a great forward. I might you know he's one of the best forwards in the comp. Yeah. Such a big difference. If he if he's on, he's in the game in the right places, kicking his goals. GWS dominate. Like just keep feeding it to him. He's yeah. such, even from outside, he's just such a good kick too. They yeah. Quite a few players didn't get many disposals. For Davis came out with three disposals. Uh, yeah. But Sean Higgins, um, if you've seen uh the top six players, uh in the disposal count. All North Melbourne players, Sean Higgins, Jai Simpkin, Jared Polek, Sean Atley, Trent DeMont, and Ben Cunnington, 
Uh, then uh, 7th, Callum Ward. 8th, Stephen Cagnelio. Uh, Todd Goldstein. And then Lockie Whitfield, who had a pretty quiet game. I think his fantasy value dropped because of it. Yeah. But, yeah. I, think, I feel that he's my super coach team as well at this point. Hmm. Six points, Matthew, actually, not three points. Oh, six points, sorry about that, yep, six points. I watched... Um, that... Continue, sorry about that. I watched most of the game. Uh, yep. Uh, I mean, it, it was a very, it was a tight game, I think. Although, it didn't, the score didn't completely reflect it. It was, I think it was quite tight. Yeah. Very lost what? out there. What happened, Sebastian? Uh, Saints came out uh, the victors by thirty nine points, uh, fourteen four eighty eight uh, to the seven seven forty nine of the dogs. Um, you know they missing Eastern Wood, Hockey Hunter, some big names out. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't in completely in their favour. Uh, they had yeah. a debut, though, uh, in Latham Vandermeer. I'm not sure how well he went, but he still debuted. I think he kicked a goal. I saw him kick a goal. Really? So, oh, okay. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. If not, he hit the post. Yes, he did. He, he kicked a goal. Goal yeah. on debut is always a good thing. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Dan Butler, too, after he had a poor round one, didn't score much. Fantasy had a big game though, uh, to um against the dogs, uh, two goals, eighty two fantasy points uh, with the fourteen disposals, and Max King too kicked his two goals, played well. So yeah, it was a lot of people tipped the dogs. I didn't say this. I tipped, I tipped the dogs, and then I realised Lockie Hunter and Eastern Wood were out. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to my tips later in the round. Kind of forgot about them. But uh, that was definitely my loss. Should have paid more attention. But um, right, we're running out of time. Maddie's gonna go somewhere. So let's go on to our predictions. Predictions for round three coming up. So, first game, Hawthorne. I mean, Tigers versus Hawthorne tonight. Yeah. What? What? Who do you think has got it? <sighs> I said the Tigers by twenty-six. Yeah. Um. Uh, from what I saw of Hawthorne against Geelong, I understand it was at GMHBA, but um, I just think, yeah, Richmond are just looking, they're looking really sharp, even against the Pies. They're, they're the yeah. better team, Richmond. Without Dusty, though. 
two. Oh, that, is that is a huge out. Dustin Martin will not play. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but still, they got some. They don't need Dusty. It's the prize. Dusty did hardly, hardly did anything. Against Carlton, he didn't do that much either. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. I, I don't think. Uh, look, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad like, boy. I feel like the media hypes him up so much. I feel like the media hypes him up so much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I reckon Dugowie's better than him. Yeah, really? I reckon one of the years, he should not have won the Norm Smith in the... Uh, everyone knows that. Everyone, yeah. everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. On to the Friday night game. Uh, the arch rivals yep. now. Uh, Western Bulldogs versus GWS. Who do you back? I'm saying GWS by 16 points. They will bounce back and they will get the win. Yes, uh, Dogs too, they they still, I reckon they'll still be a bit lost. You don't want to start yeah. on 3 but it's looking likely for them. 0-3, that might be their, every, a lot of people were tipping them top 4. That might be, if they lose this game, that might be their finals. Yeah. Because 0-3 in a 17-game season, that mm. is... Not a good start. Yeah. You need a Sydney team to come back from that. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I reckon, exactly. I reckon the dogs will be lost and GWS and Carlin's all guns blazing. Carlin's probably the monster with the skill level they have. Yep. Alright. First game Saturday. on Saturday. Saturday. First game on Saturday. North versus Sydney. I'm saying North Melbourne by 13 and they're going to keep their unbeaten run going. Yeah, I I'd go saying Matthew. I agree. Yep. I, I reckon sometimes, just for tips, sometimes I go if I if it's a bit tight, I'll go with the team that's not that's got the less percentage. Yeah. I I'll be surprised if all of North win. I reckon North probably have a little bit of a higher chance, but I reckon this the Swans, we know they can be capable of yeah. I think the Swans on my tipping competition, eighty eight percent North, twelve percent City just be a great tip for me if I get this right, but yeah. Um, if, 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 I'm just taking a gamble here. I reckon North will still win, but I've just t- tipped the Sydney this one. But, yeah. Collingwood versus St Kilda. Whoa! Big game. Yeah, big game. By 30. yeah I, I'm Collingwood. Pies by 23 for me. They just are all round better. Mm. I'm just, that's what I'm going to say. Jared Geary's out for St Kilda. Yep, yep. Um, Alright, we go on to the next game. Geelong. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll do that one first. Yep, yeah, so the Cats versus my Blues. What do you guys think? The Cats, yeah. That team HBA too. I'm saying Cats by 38. Cats by 38. There's no T. There's no G. I'll change my mind a little bit. But if it's at GM, HBA, I reckon Joel will have... But I know it's probably the G, but I reckon it'll be more... I reckon by after the show they put on last round too, you know. Yeah, I mean, if Carl, if Carl would bring what they did in the second half, then maybe. But I, I hope Carl to win. Yeah, same. I don't care. I think Carl to win. Same. <laughs> All right. Um, the other night game, Brisbane West Coast. You know what? I'm saying Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, Brisbane by fourteen. I'm thinking Charlie Cameron will have a day out. Yep. Charlie Cameron will kick four. Yeah. Um, Sunday's game. Um, Gold Coast versus Adelaide. I'm saying the Suns. Yeah. 
I started. I said, I said Adelaide because um, they're, they're just. I know. I know such the swap. The Suns are such a good, you know. But I reckon yeah. Adelaide might bounce back from how they performed and maybe overtake it by not well, probably not much. Maybe in single digits, maybe under 10, 15 points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Melbourne, Essendon. Ah, uh, Essendon, I think. I'm Essendon, yeah. I reckon they're going to stay unbeaten too. Mm. And they're going to win by 27. I'm saying for you, Holes. I, I said think... Melbourne. Another oh. game. Ooh. 15th December, I think the competition went Melbourne. But yeah. uh, what they did against Carlton, if they can play how they did in the first half, I reckon they can overtake Essendon. If they play how they did, yeah, they'll win. But it's got to yeah. be cons- stay consistent during the game. Yeah. yeah. The game final is- game of the round, Fremantle Dockers versus Port Adelaide Power. Port will continue their unbeaten run. Yes. And they will win it by eight points. Yep. Especially because it's in Metro. It's in- they're playing in Queensland, you know, because of the hubs. Yeah, no one, just no one's real home ground. Yeah. So that a neutral ground. Yeah. And Port played on this ground in round one against the Suns. So. Yes, and they demoralised the Suns there. Yep. Alright, before we head off, let's quickly just talk to say our suit, what we got for our super coach points around two. Not our points, not not even list our points. Yep. Um, I had if I did play Starsevich, which who got ninety nine, but if I played him. I would have gotten, I think, 1,700. So, I, I, had, I had the worst round. It was absolutely terrible. I forgot to change. I always forget. I forgot to change my players who were injured or weren't playing. Had seven to uh, seven or eight players that were not playing. Yeah. And, and I knew my players didn't play very well. Yeah. I think I had eight players that weren't playing. 1,250. I had the worst round I could possibly ask for. Absolutely. I'm so disappointed. Uh, my, always... my score came in just under uh, 2,000 with 1,998. Yeah. Though I've bumped my expected now up to 2,013. Um, you just... know what? Right now, I'm making Rosie captain. Stuff it. I, I think that's fair. My projected's currently 1,800, 1,850. Yeah. See it, I guess.
Tschüss.